Hey, and welcome back to uh, another episode of Beyond the Trend Podcast. This is episode five. Uh, we have a pretty decent episode today. We have three topics on the list, um, and they are Relation Studios, uh, the situation with EDP that's going on at the moment, and uh, Adult Swims. What, what, what's it called again, Nick? Checkered Pass. Checkered Pass. Be- before we dive in, as always, you know, your hosts are Larry Morris. Nick Knox. Uh, so let's get into the first topic here. Uh, I wanted to start with the Volition Studios. Uh, I also want to start with the EDP one because it's the last time we did um, Uzi, where <laughs> we saved him for last. Yeah. But I was like, you know, I just want to get to EDP. Yeah, <laughs> get, get over with. Get that out of the way. Maybe we should do the EDP one. What do you think? I think just get EDP out of the way. Get man. out of the way. I don't want to spoil the podcast thing that throw stuff for last. So, uh, if you're listening and you already know who EDP is, you probably already know what's been going on. But in case you don't, EDP, uh, EDP four four five, he was a, a former YouTuber who had a pretty good following. I would say he had a pretty strong following. He was a funny guy. Uh, he made some pretty funny content, very explicit content. Huge Eagles fans, but at some point he just made some terrible decisions and he got called. Uh, trying to meet up with an underage girl. It, it blew up on the internet. So I assume most people who, who listen to this podcast already know that. Oh, yeah. But you may be surprised. You may not be surprised <laughs> to know that he allegedly, and I got to use allegedly because there is nothing concrete yet, but he's allegedly been called again by influence, influencer GDN and... Another YouTuber, Skeeter Gene, who I... Ski Hansen. Ski Hansen. I haven't seen any of his content, but I, I, I've i heard it thrown around that like his Predator stings are are better than Chris Hansen's. Um, he has gets law enforcement involved, which wasn't the case with the first time they called EDP yeah. um, doing this. And that was a, that was a mess in itself. The guys who was covering that the first time, a second time. Yeah, fortunately, humans are creatures habits. <laughs> creatures and, of habit. Yeah, he is. Fortunately, um, ADP has the the wrong habits. Um, it's interesting how this came to be. Uh, I was watching Julian's um video about it. Yeah. Apparently, EDP was on his Discord, and then he message when it's like a fan of his that was like she was 15 and then he was sitting there you know like allegedly you know like pictures and stuff like that sent him texts and um she reached out to Julian and they sort of coordinated everything and then he got Ski Hansen involved with it um now he he was a little upset at first because originally he wanted this to be like take to go through the proper legal channels before it, it leaked out um, oh, I was like you said, Ski Hansen does like it was legit, so like he wanted to make sure, like, it's not just another, like, oh, we got you, like, this time you act, he's actually gonna go to jail for it, yeah. Um, but unfortunately, it did get out, and for what I understand, is it's still in the process of uh, EDP possibly going to jail for it because I'd be he get. for what Julian was saying, he has a message, you know, yeah. he, he did the right thing, he. They'll talk to the fan, make sure she was okay. She talked to the he talked to the fan's mom, you know, let make sure that she knows what's going on. And 
um, just like on his part, it was a legit operation for the most part. And, um, I hope to see EDP behind bars, man. It's like, this is, this, this is a certain thing where like, if you do it the first time is, it's, it's a wrap for yeah, most it's people. A it, it's a, it's, it's a wrap. You do not get second chances with this. And the fact that, you know, he, he was canceled for good reason. Yeah. But for what I've seen, he, he was still able to like, I think he had like a TikTok for a while, and then he was on some alternative streaming services. Mm-hmm. Um, so he, from my opinion, I think he he got a second chance. I don't think he deserved one, but he got one. Um, that's the reality of it, and he fucked it up, pissed it away again. Like it's like it's crazy to think. Um, but it's, it's so disgusting, man. It's like he had it like a an actual girlfriend at, at one point yeah like a legit like i remember one of the videos he had like this uh, he had like a girl who was around his size and whatnot and they seemed to be doing fine like why do why do you need to reach out to like underage girls man i just cannot put my my mind around it wrap my mind around it and that's I, I can't either there's no possible excuse to even consider doing something like this mm-hmm. like you said before he's had He's had relations with of age women before, and in some of the videos that he's talked about, you know these relationships, some of them ended pretty badly. They didn't work out. Maybe that put a bad taste in his mouth. But this is not where you go. You yeah. know, either you that's two things you do. You either keep you keep trying, you keep putting stuff out there in the dating pool, try to find, um, try to find a girl, or you know you just step back and be single for however long you need to be single. Uh, but this, no, man, I, I brought it up in a, a discord when I was talking to some friends and one of them was like, it's, it's a, it's a shame that he got caught again. And I was like, no, nah, man, it was a shame he got caught the first time. Yeah. Like that's nothing. That's no, that's, it's done. <laughs> it's just done. EDP. If this is, you know, all true setting stone which i i do believe it is i mean like you said habit creatures of habit he has to be locked away yeah he has there's there's no reason to keep him out still giving him still allowing him to be on like the internet talk to underage kids have platforms that he can go out and reach them because I, I do believe for a lot of these situations where somebody's called doing this and their trial their they're called, they're, they're given, like, um, they got to go and, like, inform everybody of what they did. I think they do take away, like, those platforms. Like, internet privileges can't be taken away. Like, you just can't be on the internet anymore. Yeah. And I think, like, in the case of Christian, I don't think he can, I don't think she can be on the internet anymore. At least, if I'm not mistaken, like, they... Christian um, is definitely been on the internet. Since then? Since then? Yes. Damn. I was watching a video about it, and it, um, Chris Chan actually leaked the cover art to a new Sonic 2 comic that, that they were writing and some other stuff to change their um, PSN name hmm. to Christ Chan, something like that. <laughs> yeah, Chris Chan has been on the internet. I think with Chris Chan, the charges got dropped. I that is he, true. That is true. While I was reading, the, the what Chris Chan was charged with was more for parents abusing their children and not the other way around. So I'm thinking that's probably that's the theory of why the charges didn't stick. It's not oh, specifically all for like a child doing it to the parent. Hate to see it and get off yeah, or something like that. That's super weird that they would, you know, especially looking at his 
uh, especially looking at his, his mom, like that she is not abusing anybody. Yeah, come on, it's fucking this. It's it's, it's sad, sad to see. Yeah. yeah, especially though you see people getting you know locked up for you know like marijuana, smoking weed, that stupid shit like that, and then you got people out there raping, you know, taking advantage of their mom. And, you know, it's like, oh, well, you know, there's not a specific law for that. So I guess we can't do anything. It's, it's so fucking stupid the way the system works sometimes. Like, why why, is, why do you think it's so difficult to just throw the book at these at these people? The people, the, the, the lawyers that they're getting represented, I don't, I don't know if Christian was getting represented by, like, uh, <laughs> good, like I don't know how you get off on fucking yeah. Kylie like that. And with the case of EDP, you know, him not. I, okay, I understand why it didn't happen the first time, but I hope, you know, if everything is on the up and up with this one, that, you know, something is done. I mean, I, I don't think anything will change. We just start having more and more of these situations unless YouTubers, influencers, you know, start getting, start facing the rightful punishment for their, you know, for the crimes that they're committing. True. You know, mm-hmm. like you see EDP go down. Um, Chris Chan go down. Any of the other influencers? That was that one lady, who was that one YouTuber who was like abusing her kids. When this stuff comes out, they need to face, you know, the full brunt of the law. Yeah. Or else this is gonna keep going. Yeah, this is just gonna keep happening because they, people will see like, oh, I can get away with this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, the white trist of the law. Yeah, I, I'll be back out. I'll be making more videos. You know, some people will hate me. Some people won't. Nah, nothing changes until I do it again. I think simply with the EDP stuff, uh, they just botched it in terms of yeah. trying to get him. I think there was a lot of stuff that he did wrong. And the people out there, you know, YouTube or anybody that's, you know, engaging acts like EDP, um, go through the right channels first. Uh, you know, ask the police, see what, what you can, what you can't legally do. Because like Jillian said, it doesn't make sense. Like we we can do oh we call EDP texting we can do this all day, but if he doesn't go to jail it means nothing. So I would encourage people just go to the right channels, put the cloud aside, you know, get get this monster off the street, and just just do everything the right way. Cause I think a lot of this stuff is technicalities that you know, cause the EDP at the time he he was like well he was well, the first time he he still had a platform, but like now I mean he should be like pretty much broke. So I don't. I don't see him getting off, honestly, this time. No. Um, Christian, only thing I can say about that is that if I looked at Christian, I was like, okay, this person is not in the right, right, right mind or, or whatnot. So I think Christian is autistic, right? Among other things. <laughs> I, I, I want to assign stuff to him, but I, I do think Christian is, is autistic. But even still, if that was the case. They thought that they should at least put Christian somewhere, like in a in a home or like a, a program. Don't let Christian out of the street because Christian's been like sighted at Walmart twice already. I'm like, what is going on? I just Christian walking around like this is not safe for the public at you, all. You, you imagine Rock running into him? At, oh my god! Into him at Walmart. I, <laughs> I had to snap a video and pitch or something. That, that, that'd be surreal. Holy shit. It would be, actually, yeah. Yeah, I got I to gotta get a picture because I would send that to my, my brother. <laughs> like, right, that's who I just saw. 
Now, before all this popped off, and you know he, you know he got in trouble, I would have even walked up and like, hey, hey, you know, I know, you know you are, I know your content, um, but I wouldn't even do that anymore. I don't want to conversate. That Chris Chen has like a blast zone. You don't want to get in that. Yeah, I'm radius. Keep me out of the radius of that one, please, please. Mm-hmm. Afterwards, like with the EDP situation, afterwards, EDP posted a video, just like going off oh, yeah. on Jillian. Like, I'm glad I wasn't born on the internet. I just, like, what the fuck? I, I, I just, I did not get, <laughs> get that video at all. Like, Dude, you got these bitch ass motherfuckers who's on the internet all day. You know, I play basketball in the street. Like, what are you, what are you talking, talking about? about? <laughs> What is what is this misdirection he's trying to throw at us right now? He is delusional as hell. Stop. What's that uh that the Michael Jordan meme? It's like stop. 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 Get, <laughs> get help. Get some help. help. <laughs> <laughs> he needs to get some help. Cause the the one thing about this whole situation upset me. I, I watched EDP, you know, before all this happened. I seen a, quite a few of his videos. And, you know, he's talked about his mom, you know, very lovingly. You know, like he, he told like he, at least the impression I got, he he loved his mom, he cared for his mom. But doing that first thing, he one of the, one of the things that he said was he he was like I don't know verbatim, but pretty much what he was saying was like you know I didn't I'm telling the truth. I put that on my mom. Uh, and when I heard that shit, I was like, there's no way. Like his mom, his mom passed. Mm-hmm. And I was like, there's no way you put, you put that shit on your mom when they got this evidence against you. Like, how are you just going to disrespect your mom like that? Like, you have no shame yeah. whatsoever to put that on your mom. These people, but we're dealing with people who have no sense of, like, morality, I, I think. They're just like, I'm going to do whatever I want, and whatever I takes, whatever it takes to get out, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to get out. If I got to put on my dead mom name, who I love, I'm going to do that. If I'm going to lie, I would do that so I can continue, you know, taking advantage of these yeah. young women. It's like these people are, it's hard to try to wrap your, I agree, it's just hard to try to wrap your brain around this, like, how can somebody do this? But, like, these people operating on, on, on a totally different uh, frequency than <laughs> the rest of humanity, I, I would say that. Yeah, you're sending shit pics trying to flirt with a girl. Yeah, you definitely on a different frequency. <laughs> It's interesting to see the weirdos try to like flirt or like do normal stuff. We were watching a movie last night, Love and Pop, and like one of the characters hired this, this this high school girl to go on like a subsidized date with him. He takes her like he's trying to like show the people at the store like, like yeah I'm on an actual date. He takes her to a porno section and like asks her like hey pick out a movie. And it's like. In a normal person's mind, that's not what you do. Take out a girl on a date. You'll take them to a fucking porno store. First that's, date. That's not normal. <laughs> and it's like to him, his mind's like, "Oh yeah, I want my girl. I'm picking out DVDs." But like to the rest of us, like, dude, you're a fucking weirdo. That's some weird shit. Yeah. And <laughs> I think EDP operates the same way. Like he thinks this shit is like, "Oh, this is risk. This is cool." But like, no. <laughs> like this is fucking weirdo, dude. Like you're a fucking pedo. You can't get around that. No, like something. That's nobody that is just like check him. You know, I don't think he has any like any of his friends that I recall. You know, hearing in previous videos uh, that was like known to the community. I don't even think any of them, you know, associate with him for good reason. Yeah. Uh, so that's nobody there. You know, just 
know, just check his ass, you know, push him up right. to push on him. Like, hey, what the fuck are you doing? This is not, this is not there. That's nobody just to do that anymore. Mm-hmm. So he's, he's just going. He's yeah. just going. And from what we see, when a man is com- pretty much ran off the internet, which is a statement in itself. Yeah. Um, they don't, they don't try to better themselves. They don't try to, I mean, that, that's, that's no redemption from, mm. from the get go, but that's also just like removing yourself from the situation, getting off the internet, not getting yourself into the spotlight for the same shit again. <laughs> it can't be that difficult. Okay. It, it can't be that difficult. That's a lot. That's thing in a lot of these situations. Like, and it, it's probably just because maybe we're just on, like you said, a different frequency. Like we, we just analyze the situation. We look at a situation differently. There's a part of me that wants to like know what the hell does this shit feel like? What is this compulsion in your, in, within yourself that makes you just throw away all you know, reasonable fact, reasonable worry that, oh, I'm going to get caught doing this. This is wrong. Um, I shouldn't be doing this. I know I shouldn't be doing this and still do it. What What is that compulsion? And certain people, like after they die, you just got to, you know, put them on the operating table, cut open the skull. Fucking analyze that put some needles in it, fucking send some signals in it, like what the fuck is going on with this this brain right it's, here. It's firing off all types of all types of wrong. And also like in the video, he was coming out of a it was at a dialysis center, if I'm not mistaken. Um so, you know, he has some serious he probably has some serious health complications. I mean, just looking at his weight. Mm-hmm. Um you know what I know of him from over the years of watching him. I'm sure he has some 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 serious health complications that are going on right now, uh, which blows my mind even more. Like, oh, you have all these health problems, but you still have time to, yeah, you know, be in these chat rooms talking up underage girls um, and trying to meet them. It's it's absurd. It's it's disgusting. You know, just talking about him like a content creator and, you know, also being black content for the community, you know, being a, being a brother and all that. It's just, bro, you, you know, <laughs> you know how this is going to go down. Yeah. I'm pretty sure you've like, I could call it, go back in his videos and he'll probably have some videos where he's just like shit talking, uh, pedophiles or like, you know, calling them going off against them. That's probably some videos with him doing that. I have to go and see, um, because he's talked about so much, so many different topics. And then having him do this, it's like, man, I feel like the old EDP probably would have been flaming, roasting the new EDP, like the current EDP. You know, it's one of those situations. Like, you could, you'll look back, your old self will be laughing at you. I can't believe you did this. What could want to switch where he was always like this and he's just... They could be. And he's sort of like the politician who wants to... Bad gay marriage, but like he's gay himself. Oh yeah, he's like so yeah. It's like yeah, like you're you're talking all this shit. Like yeah, you know I don't like pedophiles or not, but like you're really just trying to prop yourself up. So like if you do get caught, you can have that as sort of a, a scapegoat. Yeah, that's, that's true too. That's true too. Of EDP, it, it's weird because it's like your EDP, you wanted to. Like, you make content as this, like, you just sitting at the video, like, you sitting there, it's not really any, like, complicated, like, you know, Mr. Beast level production. Yeah. You still getting millions of views, making lots of money, like, you being showed on, you know, Colin, 
uh, like the one he showed off like this a show called The Herd. Okay. On like Fox One, and he showed him like where Chip Kelly got fired. Oh, going off about the Eagles. Yeah. Yeah. And he showed a, a, a clip of him on like on a prime time show. It's like you got money, you're a funny guy. You don't seem like you're like it's like Christian, like socially awkward. Like you can you you can't get a a a girl your age. Like nobody. Like I know you're fat, but like you 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 funny. I mean, it's, it's like you can you can balance it out. I mean, it's not like you have to be like fit specifically. I mean, you got money, you're funny. It's like you can you can find a girl your age, Drew. Yeah, like, that's like one know. of the hardest. Well, that's one of the biggest things. Like you make a girl laugh, and she can have a good time to laugh around you. You, you probably can get somewhere. Mm-hmm. And like I said before, he he's he's had other he's dated other women. It didn't work out. Um, I don't know if he just got to the point where he's like, you know what, fuck it, I'm done trying to get. Woman my age, fucking piece of shit. Yeah. But yeah, but all we can do now is wait. I don't think the full video um, has the full video come out. I don't think the full video has come out yet. I've seen like the the minute some some clip investigation video has come out for this yet. Um, and when it does, I'm, I'm gonna watch it. I'm just see how that goes. See what bullshit excuses CDP comes up with. To try to explain this one, um, but until then, shh, I, I don't have anything else to say about this guy. Yeah, I just hope Jillian, Jillian Skeet did their due service, and this guy get pushed behind bar because he definitely does not need to be out in public. Yeah, I looked at a little bit of the Skeeter Skeeter Jeans videos, watched a, a couple of them. Hey, guys, guys, legit. I like him. I like him. He. <laughs> Like he just be approaching these guys, you know, asking questions, and he's he's like on them, he's on them, and like having Jillian in that video, just like insulting EDP, and EDP's trying to like do what EDP does and try to run away from the situation. <laughs> uh, it was it was entertaining to see like this being brought out because it needs to be, yeah. uh, but it's also just like with all the influencers that fall into this shit, it's just sad to see. Cause you enjoy these people content, uh, you, you know, you enjoy these people and then this happens and it's just like shatters it. Yeah. That was all EDP wasn't, uh, like I said, he was a weird dude and he did weird shit talking about taking, you know, using the bathroom all the time or talking about smelling women's panties and stuff. But like, man, that's a line. Yeah. That's a line. You, not only did you cross it, you fucking Hulk jumped. <laughs> yeah, it's done. Yeah. Anything else about the you want to say on the EDP? Nah, man. You let this one go. Yeah, let's move on to some some. Like I know, well, this is better news, but like, kind of not because we got a <laughs> studio shutting down, but they kind of had it coming. Volition Studios, um, thirty years in the game. Um, I don't know if you played Saints Row. Red Faction. They also did the Punisher. They made a Punisher game in 2005, which was very violent, but as it, as it should be. <laughs> um, and like I said, they've been around for 30 years, 30 years in the business. Made it a lot of games. Red Faction, I know, has a pretty big following. I do remember playing some Red Faction um, like back on PS3 days, way back. And it was always enjoyable gameplay loose fun game something to just kill time too i never really got to saints row never played i haven't played any saints row 
Uh, that was a period of time where it was the debate between which one are you picking up? Because it always seems to be a debate like this in the gaming community. You picking up Saints Row or you picking up GTA? Like, which yeah. one are you playing? I was like, for me, that was GTA. Oh, but, yeah. You know, I, I didn't have the money to buy Saints Row <laughs> and GTA. Um, unfortunately, due to the sales of the reboot, the 2022 reboot, they ended up getting shut down. Like they silver made the call to shut them down. Um, and that was not too long ago. But the thing is, when it happened, the community itself didn't really feel bad about it. Uh, that was those people who felt bad about it, but because you know it's volition, mm-hmm. and for a lot of people, you know, for, for me as well, you grew up playing their games. Like I said, I remember Red Faction, everybody knows Saints Row. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, the Punisher. Is one of those games where uh, I just remember because you know how funny it was to play and just how violent it was and true to what the Punisher was. It was fun throughout the development, but not throughout the development. After the release, when everybody was like shitting on the game, Volition's uh, PR team, <laughs> I wouldn't say PR team, was kind of dropping the ball. Not kind, they were dropping the ball because they responded terribly to a lot of the criticism um, to the game. Uh, and, you know, one of the questions I wanted to bring up was, you know, when is it the right time for a creator to, you know, push back on criticism? Like, I, I don't think every piece of criticism you get is, like, constructive, wanting you to be better, do better. Mm-hmm. I understand that. But when I look at it, it's just like they was just denying what was going on and they, they made the they, they made the statement you know we're just trying to follow the vision that we have for the game which is understandable mm-hmm. also but you know like what is that line though? what do you think like where you can say i'm not gonna really follow your criticism because we have a vision that we want to stick to and we believe in it to um i'm not trying to follow your criticism because i just you know i think you're wrong yeah it's tough you have to remove yourself from situation if that makes sense like like you're the artist it's something you made and when it's released people gonna people i always say people the artist is on thing really it's not really connected to you once it's released mm-hmm. and people go respond to it how do they respond but your job is always just to sort of go step back and look and see like are these criticism valid and you know one of the things is like oh it's it, it's it's tough, but like you have to just like sort of I think just step back and look at it objectively. Like, well, does, does the story really make sense, or is it just do I want it to make sense? You know, yeah. like and part of it is like getting other people's opinions about it. I'm not sure like volition like reach out to anybody outside the the company or how that process works. But as an artist, I usually like if I'm writing like a screenplay or something like that. Mm-hmm. I give the people who I trust and their opinions. I know they're going to be objective possible with it yeah. and ask them about it. Uh, I'm not sure if that was, that happened at all volition. Um, but if everybody is like hating it and nobody li- like is not, you don't really see any positive in it. Yeah. I think that's sort of a sign like, okay, you know, maybe went about the wrong way. Like it could have been executed you know, a, a different way. Yeah. I tell you what, it's uh, like most of this back and forth between Volition and like the fans, it was taking place on Twitter. 
So, you know, you know how I would have got, but I did want to show you a video because one of the main, one of the main concerns, critiques of the game was like how buggy it was. See, like that, that, that's the concern. It's like, it's an obvious yes or no. Yeah. It's like, like you, you know, if the game is buggy or not, we can argue about, okay, this character, this, and this character, that, but like, some stuff like that is like. You know if your game is buggy or not. You know, it's like, and at that point, if your game is buggy and you still charge yourself fire, then you have to sort of say, I'm a little delusional. <laughs> Maybe. I like that. Just look in the mirror. I'm, yeah. a, little, I'm a little delusional. Uh, this one, I saw this one. It's like one of them. It's a, a pretty funny one. Uh, and I'm a, I want to touch a little bit more on like bugs and games because uh, I do think, uh, let me just show you the video. Look at this bug in Saints Row. This is at the end of the game. Oh, this is, boy. oh no. This is, if I believe this is the final boss. Not the final boss. <laughs> Come on. Check this out. You already need the audio. Look at this, man. Uh, I don't know how you can look at what's about to happen. Like, not see fault. <laughs> the focus, for one, this whole thing, this whole buildup takes way too long. Yeah. Like, I don't know if that's a... Uh, you know, something they was trying to do on purpose, but yeah, I watch it. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, it's so dumb. Yeah, and like she's aiming at him, it's like she's fucking aiming somewhere completely different. Gonna go back, but yeah, like that. I wanted to show that one because that that bug is just hilarious to see. Among other bugs in this game, like stuff like that. Okay, yeah, that. How how do you how's that get by? You know, if you have play testers running the game, uh, if you're, you know, thoroughly checking it, polishing it up, I I find it hard to believe that something that bad can get through. But bugs, you know, I feel like bugs are inevitable inevitability in games. Yeah, you know, no game is perfect. Every game has bugs and. Uh, for me, anyway, I find bugs to be pretty entertaining when it comes to video games. Uh, but not all bugs are made equal, you know. Yeah, you shouldn't be having bugs on your final boss. Man. That's ridiculous. Especially like that's a part I imagine you, you at most art like movies, games, whatever like parts like that. The climax you're gonna want the most feedback on. Yeah. Like that that makes or breaks the, the experience. You know, because, like, you can be playing a game or you can be watching a movie and get to that point, and if it doesn't deliver, it, the movie or the game falls flat. Mm-hmm. So, like you said, like, how did that get by? Like, that, sh- that should have been something that, like, you were looking at the most. I, I don't know. Like, when, they, when the game came out, they, they announced it as a reboot. You know, they were trying to, like, you know, revitalize the series. Uh, they wanted to, you know, go back to what Saints Row used to be. And those are a lot of the fans were asking for and then you know, they delivered this game and I'm not surprised of the way it was received because like I can look at this game and tell like and then look at some of the previous games Saints Row 2 Saints Row 1 Saints Row 3 and like no this is not this is not the same vision and, like it's not the it's not what they said they were trying to do with this reboot but then you add on another layer and it turns out that there are claims coming out now that like the publisher itself, Deep Silver, may have had 
a may have been the reason why the game turned out so bad. Mm-hmm. You know, for the for a good period of time, people were saying yeah, it was the production team, it was volition, we just dropped the ball, which I do believe in is right to a degree. Mm-hmm. But I'm not surprised if Deep Silver the publisher also had a hand in it, and they wanted them to push it into a direction that the developers uh, wasn't trying to go in. From what I was reading, a YouTuber was claiming that Deep Silver wanted to go more into the direction of having it be, you know, about this group of friends, you know, more upbeat, you know, more, less, I guess, gang heavy as it's like the previous titles was and the production team Volition was trying to actually go in a direction like they said reboot bring it back like the old games was where there's no about the gang warfare you know just uh, being funny fun gameplay fun shooting fun controls you know, they mm-hmm. wanted that but then this is saying like Deep Silver the, per- the publisher who shut them down because the game flopped may have been the reason why the game flopped and then you know that brings like a whole that opens up another can of worms, yeah. man. It's like you shut down Volition, a well-known studio, been around for a very long time, mm-hmm. because a game flopped. Now, if it flopped because of the publisher's decisions, mm-hmm. that's just fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> like if you just took control of it and told them like, no, that's not going to sell this well. Do this instead, and then they do it and it fails, and you shut them down for it. Deep Silver's was going to have a lot of shit to to deal with if that's the case because that's just that's so scummy that's super scummy if this is the case yeah I personally don't think even if the game did flop I don't think that's worrying that you shut down you know after all the body work they put out I agree it it seems weird that you would just like you got like what a 90% on the test and you you, you (laughs) fail like it doesn't make sense to me so Sound like to me is more of like maybe they're trying to cut costs. Again, this is just a theory. Uh, I'm not saying it's true or not, but like I just don't see the logic in that. Yeah. And um, second off, you that, you saying that brings up a good point. You know, making art, whether video game, movie, it's a it's a complicated process. Mm. Uh, you got so many people involved in it. Um, again, you know, Volition is you know making the game, but at the same time. You can say you have people on top who want this to go a certain way and see trends and, you know, just the way games are, they want them to, to go a certain way. So um, I would encourage people, to, you know, it's it's easy to sort of, you know, blame one person for it. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I was I was one of those people when, you know, last year that I came out, I was like, you know, Ryan Johnson, you, know, you suck, you know, whatever. I, I, I hated the movie, but... I realize it's not just him. You, know, you got people like Kathleen Kennedy, who's in charge of Lewis Films. You yeah. Got people like JJ, who should have left. So it's just really complicated, you know. But um, I would say, yeah, I, I don't. I just don't see the logic in shutting them down just for like one one mistake after all the good body work they put down. So to me, it just it has to be more going on. Oh yeah, there's definitely some other hands in the pot, and you know, that's that's I think it's fair to blame to put on. Both publisher and developer. Mm. Uh, <clears throat> the, the vibe I'm getting from leading up to this point with the previous Saints Row games was also, you know, like they just started getting progressively worse over time. And Volition's been making them. You know, they've been making these games, but they've seen the fans have seen like a steady decline in quality since like the Saints Row, Saints Two Days, Saints Three, which many would probably say is like the best of the series. 
Um, <clears throat> it's just as polarizing as the game was when it first dropped. There's a there's a difference between Saints Row 2022 being a polarizing topic, polarizing title, and then a game like going back to Hideo because love love Hideo. Oh yeah, uh, Death Stranding, which also came out was very polarizing. You know, people were like. I don't really like this game. There was people like, I like this game. And that was the same thing with this. But Death Stranding is polarizing in the sense where the the genre, the gameplay loop of the game doesn't appeal to everybody. But that's not to say that the game, the gameplay loop, the game itself is... It's bad. It's, it's bad, yeah. Like it's, it's a good game. And this and with Volition, <laughs> it's being polarized because people are like, this is a bad game. And that's some people who you know, grew up with the series can still have fun with the series. Like, you know, I'm still having fun with it. It's still pretty good. Yeah. A, a difference of polarization. And it's sad to see, like I said, it's sad to see Volition just go. Yeah. I really did enjoy the studio. Uh, knew the name. I've known the name pretty well for, for over a decade now. Probably over a decade now. So when I first, when I first saw it, I was like, that's another one bites the dust. Yeah. <laughs> another one bites the dust. I think about this now every time I see a studio goes down. In the future, all these big umbrellas just going to eat up everything. Mm-hmm. And there's going to be four or five, maybe even less, major distributor of games, you know, still making games and stuff like that. And that shit terrifies me. Yeah. Because everything's going to become so mainstream. Everything's going to become just replicas, copies with every release. You might just have like another indie era or indie surge where it's just indie games are just blowing up because all the AAA titles are sitting the bed, unfortunately. And this is going to be one of those situations where um, I think the best thing to happen for video games would be if it... Same thing happened in the movie industry where you had like these... I believe it was in the, in the 60s where you had these big companies making movies where they were completely disconnected from the audience and they didn't see the, the changing times of the audience. Yeah. And so all, all these big companies, they were bankrupt. And then you had this movie come out called Easy Rider, which was not at all. It was like it was like a sort of independent from like the studios, and it came out and studios was like, "This is not gonna, so this movie's not gonna sell at all." But it became a box office hit. So studios realized, like, "Oh shit, we don't have, we have no idea what people like anymore." <laughs> and so what they did, they they ended up getting people like you know Martin Scorsese. Um, directors like that giving them chance to make more, you know, independent movies because they were so out of touch. Yeah, I think that's probably what's gonna happen in video games. You have all these big studios, these small companies gonna go out and they're gonna video games are gonna flop hard. And they're gonna realize it's gonna be like one indie game that comes out, and they're gonna be like, "This shit is ain't gonna, it's, this ain't gonna sell." And it's gonna blow all that shit in the water, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Oh." We have no idea what people like, so let's get people who actually know what people like. So that's my theory. I think that that probably be like the why I see the video game industry going in a while because it seems like it's happening now where like people companies are making games and people just aren't connected with them anymore. Not, not, not anymore. I mean, that that it's not the price of games uh, with the promises made by you know developers, publishers you really can't get this shit over people's eyes, like the wool over people's eyes as easy as you could before. And it's only going to get harder for them. Uh, I hope they, 
hope they learn sooner rather than later so now like more studios don't have to go under get destroyed you never see another religion and they still i saw articles saying that they're still going to keep the you know the saints role um ip they still are going to keep it alive i have no idea what that means yeah i don't know I, like you you killed the studio who made them you're still gonna keep it alive. The only thing that came to mind was Konami. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> stick simulator. Let let them try to make another one. Find a new studio to develop it. Give them a chance, I guess. But I don't see it being good. I don't see it being good. Yeah, I mean the this comes back to question, man. Like people, founders. I like so ready to come by, man. These kids, they have a unique vision for stuff. And it's going to be hard to try to replicate that. It's like, see, yeah, like Mitchell Konami, just like, you need Kojima involved in Metal Gear. It's just, you can't, like, Metal Gear is so much a part of the DNA that, like, it's like trying to make, like, a clone. And it's just like, every time you make it, just, like, immediately, like, Milts. Yeah, like there's something wrong with it. <laughs> <laughs> we can't crack the DNA code. Like we need Kojima, but I think Konami burned that bridge. And yeah, I, I do. I played Saints Row the Third. I like that was one of the games when GTA was out, and then sort of like it was out for a while. Even at that time, <laughs> it was out. It was just like it was just another game with my friends were playing. It was pretty fun. Like one of the things we just go around doing crazy stuff, man. Like getting the. Uh, all sorts of wacky stuff you can get into and again to me those games like that in gta is just like it's about the gameplay and like, having fun like I, I never complete i was never one to complete missions in those games i never <laughs> i never beat any gta games or like the central games like it was so much fun or just like going around and like sandboxing it up yeah, yeah sandboxing. i feel that you, just, you could just lose hours and hours of your time just going around Exploring the city, getting into shit with the cops, trying to escape the cops. I used to like always so GTA do the get five stars and see how long I can last. <laughs> and start bringing in the tanks and the helicopters to get you. Yeah, that, that's fun stuff. Like you know, you got a fun game, a fun sandbox when you can just waste. I won't say waste, but you need to spend hours and hours of time not even doing this main story. I used to, um, I would like, if please stand here, I would get like on the building, like the, the Hollywood area, just like get in the building, put like the um, rock, like the weapons cheat, get a rocket launcher, and then put like the health code, and I would just like blow up. Hell yeah, man. Just stuff, and just like used to be on fire. How did you do that for like hours, man? It's like, good, good, good physics, good fun, like good AI. Mm -hmm. it's, a, it's a formula to it. And you get the formula right, and then you could just put that a, a layer of paint on it mm -hmm. and build it up however you want. But just gotta get like that inner working formula mm -hmm. the right way. Gotta get that gameplay loop set, and a game will be good. But oh, yeah. when I was looking at like the video footage for Saints Row 2022, it, it looks stiff, very clunky. Voice acting was okay, but the writing, not so much. Um, and I can deal with some bad writing in games. Like I said, for me, the most important part about it is not the... The most important part about a game to me is, like, the gameplay itself. Like, I, I really care for stories. I really care for, you know, writing and the um, the dialogue and all that. That's a huge part for me. 
but I feel like that's just more of a personal preference. You know, right. I don't think a lot of people care for video game stories or video game voice acting to the same degree. Uh, but everybody cares about gameplay. And if your gameplay is yeah. shit, who gives a fuck with your stories? <laughs> who gives a fuck, man? Who, who gives a fuck about you trying to still tell a story about a group of friends um, trying to pay rent <laughs> by doing illegal activities? Nobody cares about that. If you're fucking sliding all over the place in your car or you're the, the final boss is flipping the fuck out <laughs> before you shoot him. Yeah. Um, I hope the people at the Volition can find other work now that it's been disbanded. There is there is talent there. There's some good oh, talent yeah. there. I know a lot of people in the studio are not there who was you know there from the beginning. You know, people leave and go. But hopefully they find some, you know, a spot somewhere else and can do some good work. I was a fan of Deep Silver. I mean, I'm still... I don't, I don't have a serious thing against Deep Silver, but they made some games that I enjoyed. Um, Dead Island, I was... Dead Island. Yeah, Dead Island 2. Well, I mean, Dead Island 2? Anyway, they had a hand in that, and I love Dead Island, so... <sighs> so, see what happens next. See what happens next. Yeah, you said, I, hope, I do hope those people, you know, find a job, because that, that sucks. Especially like if it's true that the publishers were trying to steer the game in that direction, you know. Keep you, just keep your mouth shut. That's the thing about publishers, man. Like I, I get that you're giving them so much money. I get that you like you're you're, you're financing this. I get that. I understand you wanted to you, you by that right you have some input, but let 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 the team work. Let the team show you their vision, and then maybe. <laughs> How can you just tell somebody it's not going to sell from the get-go? Like, this isn't going to sell. Go this way. Probably these people have no idea what the fuck they're talking about, but they want to seem smart and they inject this stuff. It's okay to say, you know what? I'm a, I'm a, like, I'm, I'm just some kind of like marketing dude. I have no idea. That's <laughs> a great game. <laughs> but we hired you guys, so we're going to, we're going to have you do your job. Yeah. And after that, we'll see. But like first, we're gonna trust you enough to do your job, you know. And it it, it does suck too that like you hiring people and you tell them how to do their job. It's like if I, if I hire you to do something, I, I still think you're competent enough to to do jobs. So yeah, let you do your job. Great revolution. It was you made some pretty good games. I think you'll be you'll be remembered. I think Volition will be remembered more positively. Like at the end of the day, yeah, they had some some bad games at the end of it, at the end of their lifespan. But they put out more than enough good games that overall Volition was pretty good studio, pretty good, pretty good studio. It did a lot for the gaming community. Oh, we got last topic. A little bit more of a nostalgia one mm-hmm. to, to end off on, and that's the uh, Adult Swim. Let's check it pass. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the awesome just reached the out with this um programming blog called Check a Pass. It um goes from five to seven PM. And this is the earliest Adult Swim has ever been on. It's crazy. Yeah, it's it's weird to see Adult Swim on from um <laughs> start at five at five five o'clock, man. It's like Dolph needs to come on like what, nine? 
Yeah, around like eight, like yeah, around nine o'clock. Yeah, nine o'clock exactly. Like that'd be the time yeah. where all the parents like tell their kids to go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now you gotta come home. I mean, coming home from school, be like three, three something, and then you know you're just watching Cartoon Network until nine, and then as soon as you get ready to go to bed, you know, Adult Swim comes on. It's like, like like clockwork, you know. <laughs> Like that's the send off every night. That was the send off every night for years. It's just a dog swim. It's it's and I'm seeing this checker pads where they bring like all the old cartoons back and like putting them in, into that space and it's having just doing, you know, random things in a in a more realistic world. It's kinda it's just pretty cool. I think it's a nice, you know, tribute to what to the old shows. Which funny enough weren't even like on a dog swim. <laughs> Makes it even funnier. Hey, what happened by Checker Pass is based on the Cartoon Network City era. I don't know if you remember that, but like the City era Cartoon Network is when they would have like all the cartoons in this one city. So like there was this one bump where you had like uh, Samurai Jack. He was in like a wash, like a laundry mat, and he's like washing his clothes and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, that was like based on that era. And one of the things I think Adult Swim is so great at is like marketing, just like packaging stuff in, in a different light because this is based on Cartoon Eric, but like they package it in a way that gives it like an adult swim vibe to it where like before you have it where the city era was like everybody was sort of together and these sort of bumps you see they like in their own little separate like thing we like you got like and then Nettie like you know in the subway like WD's like, <laughs> like beatboxing or you got like um like Dexter he's like you know breakdancing and like somewhere like an island yeah, like yeah he's doing that thing but like it's in like an adult swim way you yeah. know and I think adult swim like the, the kid the people who used to watch those shows are the same people who will watch you know like adult swim afterwards and so like that, I think now they're realizing like okay those people are growing up so let's sort of try to get them back into it in a way and this was this is actually excited me enough to like I was interested to like watch it. Like I have not been interested in anything on cable for like years. But yeah. like when I saw this like, oh this makes me actually wanna <laughs> turn on cable and, and watch this from seven from five to seven, you know. Let's see, like five to seven, almost over twelve hours. <laughs> I think it's I think it's actually longer. Dog swim is actually longer than Cartoon Network in terms of like the programming. That's crazy to see. That's crazy. That is wild. It's, the, 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 it's slowly, like slowly changing. I don't know if they're gonna get more time over the years, but I do, I do feel that over time the Cartoon Network catalog has gotten gotten worse. Um, I think the last time I, I watched that Cartoon Network before all these all these changes, you know, they had um, King Titans go. <laughs> taking like a majority of the time slots that was the last time I watched Cartoon Network that show was on all the time bro. Yeah, Teen Titans Go yeah and like I didn't have a, I didn't have a problem with Teen Titans Go compared to a lot of people I've talked to about the show I enjoyed Teen Titans Go um, I just didn't look at it like it was the original Teen Titans that's the trick yeah, that's, true, yeah. <laughs> that's the trick just don't think of it as like the same thing just same characters in more kids situations, <laughs> but this is good to see because Adult Swim is only Adult Swim has always been 
pretty top notch. Oh yeah. Um, and unlike Cartoon Network, I th- I think they've their content has aged well. They've added new shows that have done well. Um, mm-hmm. and like the old shows that they used to have, you know, they they go through their full lifespan, and you know, they bring them back, do reruns here and there. Mm-hmm. There's like there's never a point in time where I'm like, oh, I need something to watch. If when I had cable, there was never a point in time when I was like, I need something to watch. There's nothing on TV. Um, but if it was like nighttime, it was past nine. I knew where to go. Yeah, you know, I could just go to Adult Swim, and True. if I had nothing to watch on TV, Adult Swim always had something. And now they're on from like five to seven. <laughs> yeah, that's that's all Adult Swim you can you can ask for. Yeah, I think Adult Swim's always been like the premier channel for me on cable. Yeah, it's just like they, I they always done like innovative, creative shows. Whether it be stuff like, you know, like Tim and Eric, um, you know, like Aquatoons <laughs> or like Space Ghost, Coast to Coast. So shows like that is just like crazy. And also bringing anime, like, you know, like, I don't want to say that word. I don't want to say serious, but like more like different types of anime than what you would normally see like on like the normal, like. Like Tsunami, I love Tsunami, but they would have like, you know, Dragon Ball Z, you know, Naruto, you know, Sailor Moons, Gundam, stuff like that. And those are good animes, but like, Dawson, but really it was like, yo, let's bring in stuff like Cabo Bebop, you know, Evangelion, which is still, you know, my favorite pirate anime of all time. Just like, you know, shows like that where it's like, these are not traditional, you know, mainstream, and these are like more off, offbeat stuff. And that's, I really, Contribute to Swim for like being a major factor in like terms of my creativity. Just like you can just go there and you watch like some stuff like I remember watching the Cow Bebop for the first time. Yeah. And I just remember like I was just half asleep and I was here. This is smooth. I like this is an anime with fucking jazz and space? What is this? It is just like blew my mind the first episode is just like it's so emotional it's like i don't know if you guys remember the first episode but um i believe it's called jupiter blues if i'm not mistaken um but like this episode where like they're hunting this guy and he's like a he stole some money from like the, the syndicate like this drug foundation mm-hmm. and then trying to escape him and his wife and the whole time you think his wife is pregnant but like she actually has like the drugs in her Oh, like she's like, yeah. at first, I thought like it starts off like, like, like super up B, like Spike is fighting with him, and like you hear the music. And like, oh man, this is this is pretty fun. And you get to the end, and a guy's like, he's trying to escape, and he's like blocked off. You know, like this guy's not gonna make it out. And you see, like, you see the look of his wife, and she just she just knows, like, it's, it's done. Yeah. And then you see, like, the window busts open you see like she, she killed him and then she kills herself i remember watching that scene i'm just like this is different like what is this this feels weird it just didn't feel like anything i ever watched before and so you, you remember you know how old you were oh man i had to have been like maybe 10 or 10, 10 or younger i, I want to say um, when when Kyle Weaver was first airing, but like it, it was just such a different feel, and 
I always applaud adults well for taking chances. And like that's that's been the biggest thing I think. They they've always took a chance and then sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, but I think for the most part it definitely worked. Yeah. And that's that's the big thing right there. What you said, like sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Like we're not here, you know, trying to say that, you know, adults win. You know, we're we're praising adults well, but we also realize that there have been shows that they've released that haven't hit haven't you know, hit it as hard as other ones, you know. But they like you said, they try. It doesn't work. You know, they bring it back, they bring something else out. And they've they've hit more, way, way more than they've missed. Yeah. So, you know, you can't be mad. You can't be mad at that. You know, they're giving these show creators an opportunity, that platform to bring their show, you know, show it to people. Um, and that's huge because a lot of these shows, you know, are very adult oriented. Um, you know, going away from the anime for a quick second, like you have shows like Super Gel, which is like extremely violent. Jeez. Like, I, I, I can't think of many places where you will find it probably like on a YouTube channel. Now, you know, on a YouTube channel because YouTube would just demonetize yeah, it. Now, you see more. So, yeah, you know, platforms like Adult Swim are, are huge for creators like that to get these type of shows out there mm-hmm. uh, where you just make some crazy, absurd shit. And with anime, they, they always had. You know a, a good lineup cowboy bebop um i remember you know death note inuyasha mm-hmm. i used to love inuyasha spend many nights late mm-hmm. nights just watching inuyasha on adult swim um, so many parasite mm-hmm. that was the first time i saw parasite was on adult swim and i really i really enjoyed parasite mm-hmm. um holy coolie Fully coolie, fully coolie. That was a vibe. Yeah, that was that was some late night. That was some late night vibes, man. That show, I don't know what it is about that show. It hits, it hit so differently. Yeah, the soundtrack, um, animation style. Fully coolie is a, it's a gem. It's a gem. Mm-hmm. I was I was taken aback the first time I saw it, airing on a Dodswell. Why is this? How is this so good? <laughs> like, I didn't even know why it was so good mm-hmm. at the time, but <sighs> thank you for bringing it up. I forgot about Fully Cool. Yeah, I mean, did you ever watch the second one? That was the second season, right? Um, they were they did like two like different shows recently. I haven't watched it, but I'm gonna I'm gonna check them out for sure. I think one was like Fully Cool, uh, Progressive, and I forgot what the other one was called, but. Yeah, I definitely want to check that out again. Um, hopefully, still have the guys who um, did the soundtrack for the first one. That'd be big. It's fully cool, man. I was, I think it was like waking up in the middle of the night, and that was usually the case with the Dust Swim. It, it would just be you. You already playing it. You were watching Cartoon Network. You already watching the Dust Swim, and you wake up. At least for me, I wake up in the middle of the night, and you know. Adult Swim is playing. That's a cool ass show. There have been times where I woke up in the night and like one of those Adult Swim bumps is playing where they just held like a weird ass face on the screen. Yeah, those have been those have been like some some fever dream nights. <laughs> yeah. They give me some fever dream nights too. It's like a, just some a pair of eyes or something on the screen. Well, like they they, they have like the weird ass text they put on sometimes and like cracking jokes and stuff. Um. It's just an experience. I hope I hope Adult Swim is around for a very long time. Yeah, going into the future, you know. 
you know, constantly growing. We growing up with it still. You know, I would not mind. You know, when I have kids, I, I hope they get into adult swim. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would not mind it at all. I'm like, oh, what you watching? Oh, it's adult swim. Okay. Right, <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right, have at it. I forgot the adult swim also had the boondocks on it. And it's like, mm-hmm. that show could not exist anywhere else. No. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. God. They just have good taste. Like, at the end of the day, it's like, they just have good taste mm-hmm. for for shows to put on there. Um, from from anime to, you know, their Western cartoons, Metal Ocalypse. Love mm-hmm. that. They have Venture Brothers. Oh, yeah. Um, even the live action shows. You know, like you said, or Tim and Eric. Uh, Black Jesus. That was a good show. <laughs> good stuff all around, man. Like you can't, can't knock them. Any other first time enemies you saw from like Adult Swim? Oh man, besides you know, Evangelion, um, Bleach. Actually, funny, fun story. I, I did not like Bleach when I first saw it. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, so I just never connected with it. But Dawson like a marathon of Bleach. I remember, <laughs> like yeah, I remember they just like for like that that first half block, they just did all Bleach episodes. Like you gotta watch this, and I watched it. And I was like, oh, this is actually pretty good, man. <laughs> just had to spam it. Yeah, he just had to spam it, man. And it was just like it was it was really good. So yeah, it's a bunch of stuff, man. Even them breaking back, so they brought back Samurai Jack. On Adult Swim with the season two. Do you ever see that one? Yeah, we need, we should watch that. I would like to watch that again. Yeah, that that one was just like it was really good. I just, I was expected to get that deep. I mean, Samuel Jackson always been kind of deep like that, so it took it to the next level. Like I mean, especially after so many years since the first one, like they they come back and just knock it out the park again. Oh, I was I was I was for it. It was really good. It was amazing. <clears throat> And I got, I tried to go through all the, the first series of Samurai Jack before the second one came out, and uh, talk talk about a perfect blend of, you know, combat creativity, with Samurai Jack. Not none of the episodes felt like another one really, um, and they they would have like some of those episodes where I don't know if you remember this one where, um, it had switched to like a, a silhouette like black and white section of the show and you know jack's going around fighting everybody but it's like just the switch to it and the execution was just like it was flawless you know it just yeah. added to the episode i gotta see what episode that was it's like a black and white silhouette it's like uh it's 2d of course but it's like following him from the side like he's running to the side it's not more of a third person going forward it's just like him running fighting and it was so well done and that's like the one scene from Samurai Jack that I remember the most because it just blew me away mm-hmm. yeah so like I said Samurai Jack has always been like just one of those great shows and seeing take a great show and, and add another dimension to it you know is so you can ask for like one of those like sort of sequels or you know reboots is just add, add an extra level to it you know mm-hmm. so I, I have to look into it more, but it, so it's this this checker pass, you know, five to seven block, bringing in like the old cartoons. Is it, are they just gonna be brought back 
you know, for these bumps that are going on? Or are they going to show, I would like to see them show that one Dexter Laboratory episode where they was cursing like that, that lost episode. It's not a lost episode now. Uh, I don't think it ever was, but that was like a, a old Dexter Laboratory episode where I think Dexter, one of his experiments separates the evil like the the bad side of him and Didi from from them and they're like separate from them. And the evil Didi and Dexter just go around the entire episode causing, you know, trouble and cursing their ass off. But it never actually, you know, it it, it couldn't air. <laughs> I I gotta look at the video, but uh I don't know if you have seen that. I have not seen that. That's a, that sounds like an interesting episode. I'm about to show you that after we get done with this episode, I'm gonna Like, they're just like cursing and shit. I would love for them to show that episode on the block now that they're doing a check it pass. It's like, oh man, yeah, you remember that time when Dexter <laughs> separated the evil from himself and the evil was just going around being a menace? <laughs> this is the uh, fucking. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> like, that's the fucking. Uh your card for an episode. That tells you everything you need to know. Everything. I, I, like, that'd be pretty cool. I don't know if there's, like, with the other uh, classic shows, if that was any very controversial episodes that they never aired. I would love to see them just, like, premiere them in there. You gotta check out the, the original Spongebob idea. You ever heard that one? I don't know. Now, originally, Spongebob was supposed to air on Adult Swim, and it's completely different. Now, apparently... SpongeBob and Patrick are supposed to be like gay lovers. <laughs> Abby, will you you gotta look into it? Like, when you hear just like it's it's such a completely different show than what what we got with, with um, fucking Nickelodeon, you know? I can see um the possible pivot for that one. I mean, you 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 can you can sort of see. Like little slips of that potential idea in SpongeBob. Yeah. Um, not to say that that the SpongeBob Patrick are best friends in the show, but like you can definitely see like they did have an episode where like they had the clam and SpongeBob was like the mom and Patrick was the daddy. We go out and <laughs> SpongeBob would be left cleaning and stuff, and he when he came back there and he was just like a bunch of like shitty diapers all over the like, place. How many diapers can a clam make? <laughs> <laughs> He like rips the wallpaper off, just fucking full of diapers, and then Patrick breaks down. Like seeing Patrick just going to nine to five, <laughs> coming home, tired and done, just doesn't want to deal with any of it. <laughs> and with the harsh reality, that's what I need to look at the lineup now um, for Adult Swim. See what they're doing. Like I, I believe Checker Pie is only on like the weekdays and. Right now is um Dexter Laboratory, Ed and Eddie, The Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy, Curse the Calorie Dog, and then after that they um go to Regal Line where you got um King of the Hill. Okay. But it's like you're just doing like Dexter Lab, Ed and Eddie, Grim Adventures and Curse the Calorie Dog for right now. So they they are playing like those show shows too. Just in like the with the starting at the five o'clock. Mm-hmm. And then they do those go from five to nine, or they just go for. So uh, it looks like it's just like um, what do you say? It's like six to. Or I guess it's their their time, but it's like it's six to eight. Okay, you know, I I don't think 
any of those shows should ever be forgotten. And I brought this up to you when you first mentioned it to me. Like, I'm glad that they're doing this for that era of shows instead of just sending them to Boomerang. To die. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to say to die, but who's watching Who's watching Boomerang? <laughs> unless you know, unless you know you're not watching Boomerang. You got to know about Boomerang to watch Boomerang. Uh, and if you don't know what Boomerang is, Classic Hanna Barbarian, yeah, you know, Flintstones, Jeffersons, um, just any kind like Scooby Doo, old Scooby Doo, mm-hmm. um, Yogi Bear, you know, yeah. all those good ones. Um, I think it has Speed Racer. I'm not entirely sure, but it seems like that's more for like your, like your parents. Yeah, so at least that's the way I've, I've seen it market. It's more like your parents can go and watch the old cartoons they used to watch. You know, it, but at some point I was always thinking like, well, these old cartoons are going to become like the, over time, you know, the Kids Next Door, the the Dexter Laboratories. Actually, Kids Next Door is a bit more of a different, I would say Kids Next Door is a bit more ge- different generation than like Dexter Laboratory. So let me bring that back. Hmm. Dexter Laboratory, Courage. Um, let's see, what else? Cow and chicken. Cow and chicken. <laughs> Holy shit. Chicken. <laughs> Brought that one back. You know, shows like that, I always thought that at some point in time, they was going to eventually get moved over and just get added on to the block albums. But it's just like, they're, they're two different, hmm. you know, eras of cartoon. It just would not feel right seeing those shows on Boomerang. So I'm glad they decided to do this instead. And, you know, still keep them on more of a modern space where people who like us who grew up with them could still see them, mm-hmm. enjoy them, not have to go to Boomerang and have to watch like two, three episodes of the Jetsons, the Flintstones, yeah. just to see some Dexter Laboratory. <laughs> this is the this is the better way to do it. I'm glad they did it. True, yeah. <clears throat> but you know, I I I, I was watching <laughs> I'm watching the old Scooby Doo, and it's actually it's actually pretty pretty fun to watch. I don't like some of the old stuff; it's kind of dated, but I do enjoy like especially I still watch like the old Tom and Jerry and you know Scooby Doo stuff like that. But I think they do ever try to remove courage over. They should definitely have like an eras like section where you can like separate Hanna Barbera into different eras. You know, yeah. I think that would be a little bit more efficient for them. I'm doing that, but like I said, it's still good to see that they aren't completely thought of as, you know, super old yet. Yeah. And they still got some, some life left in them. Some life left in them, man. I'm just pop up girls. Seeing all those again, it's, it's, it's great. I, that's the nostalgia I want. You know, that's the nostalgia. Just give me like the old shows that's not being shown anymore. I haven't seen some of these episodes in such a long time. Give me that back. You know, eventually it's going to happen some more. I wonder if Adult Swim is going to bring some, like some of the other ones from the more uh, recent Cartoon Network <clears throat> playlist. It's like, uh, it's going to be a good while before like Adventure Time finds its way there, I think. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, we'll probably be seeing, like I said, Kids Next Door. Let's see what? I'm trying to think of some other cartoons from that time. 
I guess Gumball too. We just... Yeah, Gumball. Um, Misadventures with Jack. I wouldn't say Gumball. I'd probably say more. I was thinking. I say Gumball. I was thinking um Chowder. Oh shit! Yeah, Chowder. Yeah, Chowder's a better. Chowder's better than Gumball. Bad example. Yeah. That, that fits more than Gumball. Yeah. It's always oh Camp Laszlo. Oh, I can't. Damn. <laughs> I still remember watching that shit. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I'm getting old. Holy fuck. That's, that's gonna be the, like the next wave, um, because I do believe like after after that era, and this was what the lead up was some of the more modern ones, and then after you know that era, then we get the gumballs, and the, mm. that's probably a few years, a good few years down the line for us, man. <laughs> I'm gonna lose my shit when fucking record show was on fucking boomerang. <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna be sad to see. Holy shit! Show yeah. Don't look in the mirror like damn <laughs> we here yeah we were talking about this in a podcast now we here <laughs> we'll bring that up i'm gonna bring up this podcast when that happens too <laughs> i'm gonna send you a message like bro we, we here yeah get your tapioca <laughs> get your uh your bingay <laughs> oh man it's it's good it's good to see. It put, brings a smile to my face. Um, and like content like this is, like I said, not being forgot about, being brought back, and being treated um, respectfully. You know, given a platform to just be enjoyed. You know? mm-hmm. No reboots, nothing like that. I'm glad they didn't do anything like that. Like, oh, we bringing it back with a reboot. I'm, I'm okay. Yeah, <laughs> I'm okay. I'm okay. I definitely would not want to see like a reboot of Real Adventures of Billy and Mandy. How do you even tackle that today's today's climate? I was watching this one clip for Billy Man recently. It was fucking crazy. But like, um, I think like I think what was the character? It's like this the ginger character. His name is like Pickles or something like that. Ginger character, um, like he he had like a rabbit and it was like pink rabbit. He's like, I love you something. And like, forget what what he called the rabbit. He's like, a pudding. Pudding is the character. So like, he kept the name pudding. He had like a rabbit. And he's like, I love you, rabbit. And he's like, I love you too. He had like this like the demonic voice, <laughs> and he's like slapped him. He's like, you slapped me because love hurts. I love you very much, and I like, just spent like an episode trying to kill him. I could not do it, man. It was a different breed of cartoons. You can't handle that shit today. Yeah, not handle it. Like damn, like how did they? How did we get away with this back in the day, man? Like who? I'm glad they did. Not adult stuff they put in these shows for for kids. It's it's like even like Powerpuff Girls had it. Uh, they they sneak it in there. So uh, Johnny Bravo, he had too many of them. <laughs> <laughs> you start thinking like the whole writing team has yeah. <laughs> some problems. <laughs> Jesus, Johnny Bravo, man. I remember this one episode when he he was like, he signed up. He's like, I'm, I'm a woman, but what about you? I was hoping she was right. I was like, <laughs> okay, Johnny. I see you, man. Johnny be dropping him, man. Doesn't hesitate. 
Now I can learn how to. He, he's like the 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 example of just like being able to have confidence. Like he reminds me of this guy I used to work with. Oh no! Uh, he reminds me of this guy I used to work with, uh, who was like, "Oh man, you know, I'm I'm really good at talking to women." And I'm like, "How? You know, what's your what's your secret?" He's like, "Yo, after enough times talking to women, you know, trying to pull women, uh, I just stopped caring about them saying yes or no." You know, I just started caring about what that like what reason would they come up with to say no? <laughs> like, like you just you do it so much you just get used to the to the rejection. Now you just like saying, How are you gonna reject me if you reject me? True. You know, that became the that became the game for him. I was like, I, I gotta get to that point. Yeah. <laughs> Where I like I really don't care about the rejection at all. If it happens, it happens. Let's see how creative you can be. <laughs> so that's Johnny Bravo, man. He, he throws it up and sees what happens. <laughs> that guy's the definition of just like shooting shots and just breaking, <laughs> shooting what five percent from the field, hundred shots. Five percent. Damn, dude, quit throwing past the ball sometimes, man. Shit. He's he ball hogs. He's. <laughs> Like crazy. He tried. I think that was the episode where he tried to get, well, like that was people to help him, uh, like impress a woman, and he still just ball hogs. <laughs> but yeah. So, what do you think? I found an impression. Check it. Yeah, I, I think it's a good thing. Um, like I said, uh, Dawson has done everything well I've seen so far. They're taking these shows and they, re- they repackage it in a different way that still keeps the integrity, but like shows them in a new light. But it's like most of these shows you see where like they're like like Billy Manning, where like Billy is, he's always talking, can't shut up, <laughs> and he's always trying to move the plot forward. But like you get these you get these feelings in the bump that they had. Like Billy's just like sitting down, relaxing, just kind of like this is this is a a more I wouldn't say growing up Billy, but more Billy who's been out like longer. Yeah. I I, I don't know if the right word to say, but like he's been around a block. He's seen a lot. And so like now he, he's a little bit more calmer. Um, and really like just plays into like the dulcimer factor, like nostalgia. Mm-hmm. Like these things are, have changed, but they still the same. That makes sense. It does. It does. It's like I, after going through all of Billy and Mandy and, you know, all the shit that Billy has been through, he's, he's just chilling. Like, yeah. I'm good. Adult Swim got me over here relaxing. I'm, I'm okay with that. <laughs> it's a nice, it's a nice, I want to say it's an ending to the story, but it's nice to see him in this position mm-hmm. where it feels like, oh, you know, we we had our show, you know, we did our thing, you know, you grew up with us, you know, we, we were part of your childhood, and, you know, we still here, you know, while you're an adult, but, you know, now we're here with a new cast of shows to join us and, you know, keep growing with that. It's nice. It's nice send off. I appreciate it, Swim. Yeah. What do you think, man? You think this episode's a wrap or? I think so, man. I think we, we covered pretty much everything to the T. Yeah, I think so as well. I mean, this is, it was a fun, it was a fun one. It was a fun one. Even though, you know, we started off with some some gross news, some nasty news, but 
overall, I think I enjoyed this episode, especially, you know, getting, getting back into the adult swim and just reminiscing a little bit, hitting a little bit of nostalgia. It's good times, man. I feel I'm I'm pretty happy they're growing up with those cartoons. That being said, this is the end of episode five. And if you enjoyed, you know, leave a comment. Um, let us know what you feel about it. Our opinions on some of the topics today. Uh, if you agree, disagree, we, you know, we we love to hear them all. And uh, until the next one, we we're, we're out of here. Okay, see you guys next time. See ya.